0: This episode is brought to you by The Wellness Summit, two days that would change your life forever. For tickets, go to thewellnesssummit.com. thewellnesscoach.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Kristoff and Marcus Pierce.
1: Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of ageing well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the sensational Thermomix King himself. He is the co-founder of The Wellness <laughs> Couch and The Wellness Guide. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, Damien.
2: Oh, hello, Marcus. Thermomix King. Well you, that's, a king. well, you know I love my Thermomix and you know that I use it, you know, if it's not twice a day, it's probably four times a day. We love our Thermomix at home. Um, so much so that uh, if we were to have family photos, the Thermomix would be in our family photo. <laughs> that's
1: how much
2: we love it. We love now, it. Domo,
1: yes. You might be the Thermomix king, yes. but today, this is very exciting, we have the Thermomix queen <laughs> on uh, 100 not out we have wanted to do this interview for months because there's been a book that's been baking in the oven for some time or should <laughs> i say damo it's been on speed nine on the thermo for some time
2: i think it's been on speed soft on reverse <laughs> so that it doesn't get you know and and it's been on, an, on um on We've veroma heat nice
1: and fluffy got to veroma heat it nice yeah that's it's right. been steaming away that's right. The entire world has been champing at the bit to get their hands on this book and it is now available. Now it's not by a Master Chef, it's not by Neil Perry, it's not Should by be. Curtis Would Stone. <laughs> this is by a super mum. This is by a stay-at-home mum, a dedicated homeschooling mum. And from what I've learned recently, Damo, an extremely generous and selfless foster mum. Now, listeners, if you are not one of her 130,000 plus fans on Facebook, then I'm telling you now you are missing out. Well, well, you...
2: And the question would be, what have you been doing if you're not? Like, yeah, exactly. You're on the wrong pages on Facebook if you're not. <laughs> you <know? laughs>
1: Whether you have a thermo or you don't, there are plenty of recipes for non thermo users. But let's be honest, she is known around the world for her sensational. Thermo delights. She is the founder of Quirky Cooking. Mm-hmm. She is the author of the book with the same name, which I will say right now at the top of the show is available from the Thermomix Australia website. It is a very warm, one hundred not out welcome to Joe Witten. Hi, Joe.
3: Hello. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you so much for joining us, Joe. So I'm going to say this right now. I hope my wife can't hear me. I have bought your new book for Sarah for Mother's Day. Mother's Day was <laughs> yesterday. By the time this episode gets released. But it's been a long uh, process, no doubt. I know you've been blogging about it. Um, But most people want to know, we put this on Facebook last night before we did the interview, a lot of people want to know, how did this all come about? Where did this this story um, start? From what I can tell, it started with a health challenge, right?
3: Yes, it did. It started definitely with a health challenge. Um, I was finding that even though I was cooking with whole foods and grinding my own grains and making my own breads and trying to do everything really healthy, uh, that I was just not feeling well and uh, about 10 years ago, it sort of all came to a bit of a head and I just felt like this is ridiculous, there's got to be a way to feel better. I was always um, exhausted headaches, um, tummy upsets. I always had low blood sugar problems so I'd get by 9 o'clock I was just losing the plot. Um, I had lots of trouble with colds and chest infections and I just thought this is crazy. I'm trying to eat as healthy as I can. What else can I do? Um, Went to the doctor that I didn't seem to really get the help I needed there so I went to a naturopath and that's when I started to work out that certain foods were not helping me (laughs) and so I started to take some things out of my diet, change some things and my kids were in the same kind of boat, had a lot of um, issues with with health with them as well. By then I had four kids and I just found that once we started to change our diet and started to figure out what things suited our bodies and what didn't, that our health totally changed and um, things started to get better within weeks even of changing my diet and having a more allergy-friendly diet and more whole foods, which I thought I was doing, but not really. <laughs> um, it it sort of was a, a a long learning process. Like I, I never was a straight from um, from wheat to gluten-free. It was a slow process. I went from wheat to to spelt, and then slowly to more gluten-free eating, and um, sort of started to get rid of a bit more dairy as I went along and i started to find that I felt better. And once I went completely dairy and gluten-free, um, my symptoms went away. So I started cooking that way and experimenting with recipes and I found that a lot of people I talked to were having the same kind of health problems and didn't really know what to do. Um, some of them had been told by nutritionists or naturopaths that they really needed to go off dairy or gluten or something like that and they just found it very difficult and overwhelming Mm -hmm. and I would say, well, this is what I've worked out, you know, this substitutes for this and this substitutes for that and if you do this, this works and they'd just be so confused and so I'd write down recipes on bits of paper for them and and I thought, this is crazy, I'm just going to put this all on a blog and then I can just say, there's my recipes, try them. (laughs) So that's how it all started and that was five years ago.
2: That's incredible, isn't wow. it? Because it's gone so far, and it's yeah. around the world. Everybody loves it. You could actually qualify as a MasterChef.
3: You <laughs> really could,
2: because the recipe's well, always worth Well, you'd now be worked. a
1: special guest on MasterChef is how, is how well it's been received. That's, that's
3: very
2: sad. <laughs> yeah. They
3: might think my cooking's a bit too quirky. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like boom. it. I love it. Yeah, boom, boom. That's right. Now, Joe, it's it's, it is, it's such a common thing to hear that someone through life change, decided Mm -hmm. to spread the message, um, create a blog or spread the word, go and study, do something extra. Mm. Um, But for some reason, yours has taken off and Mm. has gone gangbusters, like (laughs) gangbusters. It's not that there's maybe a thousand people looking at your blog. It's not that there's, you know, maybe 5,000 people, you know, loving what you do. You've got 130,000 people, 130,000 fans um, (laughs) that are following you. Is that kind of overwhelming? Is that incredible to you?
3: Yeah, I guess so. Um, it's kind of, I think it's just a real sign of the times that there's so many people out there having health problems because of the way our um, culture eats and the way that, you know, there's so many refined foods that are affecting our health. I think that there's just more and more of it now and people are looking for answers. And I'm i am just, yeah, I just really want to get the word out there to people that you don't have to feel headachy and tired and have colds and flus every month and have tummy upsets all the time that's not normal and um, you can change that so I'm really happy that there's people spreading the word and sharing it with their friends it's great
2: yeah it is it is amazing and um, I know that Amber my wife all of her friends use it and you know they, they, they just love it they all love it to bits um Do you find uh, in, in, you know, your cooking that Mm -hmm. now you pretty much only use a Thermomix or do you use other utensils as well? Is it only Thermomix that you're using these days? I
3: I do use other things as well. I've been using the Thermomix for 10 years now Mm -hmm. and absolutely love it. Would not be without it. But I also love my Lakers Day pots and my, you know, I use my oven and... I was using my slow cooker, but it died. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see what else. You know, frying pans. I I love my cast iron pans that were handed down from my grandma. I wouldn't ever get rid of them. You know, things like that. Just the old-fashioned things, I still do use them a little bit as well. depends what I'm making, and quite often I'll be using both at once. You know, you've got something going in the thermomix and something else frying in a pan or...
2: I think that'd be well, good for people to listen to because they think that, oh, now I've got my thermics, I don't need to use my pans or I don't need to do anything nah. else on the stove. But yeah. you kind of do. you still got to do both, yeah. don't you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: And and it's, I mean, especially for someone who loves cooking, like I've always loved to cook. Yeah. So there's so many different ways to do things and I like to experiment and try all different things. So, yeah, there's different things I do in different ways. Well, the um, is definitely my. My main um, friend in the kitchen. <laughs>
1: that, right. answer, that answer, Joe, probably leads into a question that came up a number of times. When we posted on Facebook that we were interviewing you, we asked the, the tribe, we said, What do you want us to, to ask Joe? And the common question that came up was, We want to know from Joe how <laughs> much time she spends in the kitchen.
2: <laughs> um, yeah,
1: because a lot, of people, a lot of people are looking at what uh, you have done but this is the interesting thing. I think a lot of people still think that it's almost unachievable but yeah. I think it'd be so good for you to just explain oh,
3: mm.
1: as a part of that also your life situation because you've got a number of uh, younger people living in your house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, from what I can tell, you're also a foster mum so you've got a lot of kids in the house but you're obviously doing what you're doing with quirky, quirky cooking as well. So, first of all, how much time do you find you, you spend in the kitchen each day?
3: Okay. Well, first of all, let me just correct something. I'm not actually a foster mum, but I help a foster mum.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> so, oh, there you go then. But
3: I, I do have a lot of kids coming and going besides my own, so I've got four of my own and then however many extras. <laughs> so, I don't spend all day in the kitchen. Um, I, I also have so many other things on the go. I generally... Spend, let's see, maybe half an hour in the morning making breakfast and, and, you know, fiddling around with food (laughs) in the kitchen, like preparing stuff or whatever. Half an hour in the morning, maybe half an hour at morning tea time, often less because we might just have a smoothie or some fruit or nuts or whatever, something simple for for morning tea. Lunch, I generally do something cooked um, because we try to keep bread at a minimum I'll generally have something like a soup or a a quick pasta or a salad or you know something very simple but um, like a filling meal for me and the kids as as you as you know I homeschool so we've got you know I don't just do sandwiches really generally mm-hmm. um, so there's generally something but it's not like you're standing there the whole time especially when you're using the ceramics. like I'll go and. Get a pasta started, or a soup started, or something like that, and it'll be maybe five or ten minutes of work, and then I'll go back to what I was doing while that's cooking. Yep. So it's not really, um, it's not really a lot of time actually cooking, unless it's something like I don't know, rolling out pasta or something. But I don't generally do that as a everyday thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
3: lunchtime, dinner time, you know, about the same. I might spend an hour over dinner if I'm doing something a bit more fiddly and then now and then I'll make a cake or breads or biscuits and stuff and I know it looks like I eat that kind of stuff a lot because I put it on my blog, but I don't actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's so pretty to take photos of, no. <laughs> I just really love baking and, and all that extra stuff, but it is something that we only do now and then. It's not every day for sure. So it's not as... It's probably... Um, less time in the kitchen than people really think. Especially if you're prepared ahead, um, like the night before you go to bed, you've got stuff sorted out for what you're going to make the next day. I think a lot of people spend a fair bit of time in the kitchen just fluffing around, trying to think what they're going to do. Yeah. So if you've got a bit of a plan, that Separation. helps get in and out quickly.
2: We talk about that all the time, don't we, Marcus? Making sure you've got a plan. It's um, really important. important. You yeah, it's, it's much, much better. You don't make mistakes then. Now, obviously, Joe, with, uh, with the big wave of feedback and questions that we've got in order to satisfy the hunger for our <laughs> listeners. Uh, we probably need to put some of these uh, questions on speed nine and okay. uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, ask, and, and get you to pump, pump some back to us, pump some answers okay. back to us and so no, we won't put you under too much heat. Um, we'll just turn the heat down a little bit, but you're all nice. Like all the questions are great. Everyone just wants to hear from you because they see it was a legend. Like you should see some of the, the <laughs> thing, people saying that they're jealous that we get to speak to you. Um, and, uh, but so
3: I think that was funny.
2: Oh, uh, well, I'll tell you what, you are a rock star. This one, one lady, Christine Davey says, what a great idea. She's very generous with the time and knowledge and a massive rock star in Thermomix land, obviously the world. Um, so ask, if you can, when is volume two coming out? Oh, (laughs) well,
3: (laughs) I don't know about that. Um, My kids said, mum, can you please not do another cookbook for a while? (laughs) Poor kids. No, it's it's, um, something that I am already working on recipes for another book, um, but it's not anything planned yet. It's just because I know that I need to start preparing ahead because this this one actually took a lot more time than I realised it would, so yeah. I'm already starting to think ahead. So, so that it's highly I'm likely. I'm going to be more prepared.
2: Yeah, nice. So it's highly likely for Christmas time. So if we see Christmas time, volume two be out.
3: Go on. Yeah? Um,
2: oh, you know, you've got to put it out up there. the heat there. <laughs> now,
3: now, All so right, we'll I have to it back. Ask
1: back it you, it off. I have to ask you, this comes up a lot with families, and I'm sure you get it a lot about thermomixers, and they go, but what if I've got a large family? And yep. uh, this question came up, can you ask Jo about thermomixing for you know, bigger groups of people? Do you have any insights yep. on that?
3: I do. Um, most of my main meals in my book are actually made for at least six people, generally eight, sometimes ten, because wow. I was raised in a large family and we always had heaps of visitors and that's pretty much how I've always cooked. I always cook as much as I can at once because I like to have leftovers if possible. So generally my recipes will cater for our family of six with leftovers and there's ways to spread them out. So if you're using the Varoma, you're doing the layered cooking, like for instance, there's a recipe for lamb and bean hot pot. Um, That one one will make about three and a half litres. So if you've got that plus maybe you might have some bread rolls or a salad or... Um, something like that on the side, you can bulk it out even further. So that's what I often tell people is um, use your side dishes to bulk it out or do batches with Mm -hmm. ceramics or you might do part of the meal in the ceramics, part on the stovetop, part in the oven. Um, So for instance, if I'm doing a pasta, I might do the pasta sauce, two litres of pasta sauce in the bowl, two layers of meatballs on top Mm -hmm. and the pasta on the stove and bread rolls and salad. And that'll make quite a lot. Yeah. Um so it just it's you've got to think more than just what's in the bowl because okay. that's just two liters. Yeah. yeah. Um so once you start to use the Varoma and then also, you know, you get, get into making breads and salads and extra stuff, it's easy to bulk out a meal. Really simple.
2: So the answer is not necessarily to go and get another thermomix. No, nah. okay.
3: I have a couple of mixers, but the only time <laughs> yeah. I use them both at once is when I'm recipe testing.
2: Yeah. yeah, when I'm
3: just cooking for the family or even with friends coming over, I don't don't need to.
2: We've got a couple of mixing bowls, and we find that really beneficial. Oh, that we have is handy. Two mixing bowls, and then we've also got a couple of those uh, thermi warmers and uh, yep. thermi servers. I think is what they're called. Thermi th- servers, yeah. Yeah, we think they're fantastic. They As- are. There's people crying out, begging, hanging out in the streets, you know, knocking down doors, um, lining up out the front of tech even though so- ticket sales haven't gone on special. Um, but they're, wa- they're wanting to know when, Fiona Lindau asks, when are you going to do some quirky cooking Thermomix classes?
3: They're coming up.
2: They're coming up. Before Christmas? <laughs> before Christmas?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so, um, There's some coming up next month, so ooh. stay tuned.
1: <laughs> going on, are you going on a national tour, Joe?
3: Kind of. There's Ooh. going to be some classes around Australia. Um,
2: You're going to need to hire out like on... the MCG. <laughs> well, you know, if you hired uh, the MCG and all of your
1: fans came along, there'd still be 30,000 people waiting outside oh, the stadium ready now to that... go. <laughs> I
3: don't know about that.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you've you got 130,000 uh, likes, so they'd be sold out.
2: You'd be more than bigger uh... than the grand final.
1: You'd be bigger than the grand final, that's right. Been, I, um, maybe we I've should have
2: a, Joe at the uh, wellness summit
1: Oh you've got me thinking Mo. I wasn't going to say that out loud But now since you are the, the man of spilling the beans Oh we'll
2: did, I, did, I, did I say that out loud I just thought We're, I was thinking uh, it All oh, right, right okay. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see that. what we can work out there
1: Hey uh, <laughs> Joe A question that comes up I'm sure you get this a lot I've actually seen pictures of this on your blog Which is blogspot.com.au But the size of your pantry the, the mums out there want to know Is it a regular sized pantry?
3: Okay, yes. I don't have a lovely big walk-in pantry. The photos in my book are from my old house we've just moved and my new kitchen is bigger but I still don't have a pantry as such. Um, Wow. I have a big freezer that most of my pantry items go in Uh and that has to stay outside because it's very big. Um, (laughs) So I just buy things in bulk so as big a bag as I can if it's something I use all the time. So, for instance, um, you know, rice and quinoa and buckwheat, um, spelt grain, spelt flour, things like that that I use a fair bit, I'll buy in uh, like 12.5 kilo bags Mm -hmm. and just put them straight into the freezer in the paper bags Mm -hmm. and it's a big chest freezer. And anything like nuts, I buy bulk. Um, Everything that I can, I buy bulk and I just put... Most of it in the freezer, oils obviously not, Um, but that keeps it up here in front of Queensland. It's very damp and everything goes mouldy if you're not careful. So that's the best way to keep things anyway. So a big pantry really isn't necessary. A big freezer is.
2: <laughs> there you go that's a good tip isn't it yeah. well, we could just leave it outside here in Melbourne it was two degrees this morning well, there you go you could, <laughs> you could have an outside pantry <laughs> <laughs> full on full on uh, people are wanting to know um, Joe, where they can get uh, your cookbook other than uh, through Thermomix Consultants. Some, someone said, can I get it via Kindle? Can I get it on iTunes? Will it be an ebook? book um, Can I get it from, you know, the standard bookshop? What, what do people do? How do they get it?
3: Okay. At the moment, it's only available through Thermomix or through consultants, or through me, obviously. Yes. Um But we haven't got plans for an electronic... How do you say that word? Electronic? <laughs> 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 Getting tongue-tied. E- um, e- 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 an e-version or Kindle or anything at the moment. Um, Who knows what will happen down the track? I'm not sure. I guess it depends on how well it all sells.
1: Oh, Joe, you're in for a big surprise if you're not going to (laughs) think it's going to sell (laughs) because I think you'll be a busy girl for the Uh, next uh, few years, that's for sure. Um, (laughs) Now, there's a couple of other things here. This is more of a life question. Mel Jenkins, big supporter of the Wellness Couch. She wants to know more of your life, Multitasking mum tips. How do you manage your time? You've got your blog, you've got your homeschooling. I mean, homeschooling in itself, it just blows mm. my mind. The, the time yeah, and sometimes the it blows mind too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got books on the go. I'm sure you get lots of emails, uh, yeah. questions from your followers. I mean, even the contact that I've had with you on Facebook, you've been so quick at responding. How do you do it? Uh, do you sleep or are you going on 24-7 uh, without <laughs> any sleep? You've got some special secrets. But how are you fitting this all in?
3: Okay, well, first of all, I probably don't sleep as much as I should, but um, I do tend to wake up in the morning and answer a few messages as I'm going. I answer a lot of stuff on my phone. So it's sort of with me while I'm working. If I'm waiting for something to cook for two minutes, I'll quickly answer a message. If I'm um, you know, helping the kids with schoolwork and they're sitting there working on a math problem, I'll quickly answer a few questions on my phone. And I pretty much do that all through the day. Um, I also have a secret weapon that lives across the road and that's my (laughs) mum. Oh, cool. (laughs) Yes. And so whenever I get really busy, she'll take the kids and do school with them or um, she'll bring a meal over or, you know, it's really great having mum nearby. Um, But I do, right from the time the kids were little, I taught them to do housework and help with cooking and all that. So the kids themselves are a very big help so, I don't do any of the washing or the vacuuming or the mopping. You know, I don't do cleaning the bathrooms. The kids do all of that.
1: Wow.
2: So that's, that's are they, cool. that can you hire cool. your children? <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are they for sale? And they're, and they're starting
3: to work on meals now, so that's good. And next step is gardening. So, we're well working done. on good it. Training. Yeah. And cool. we, we just figure that, you know, if we all work together, we all benefit. And um, so that's how we do things.
1: Yeah. Now I know every parent's wanting to know here. How have you, how have you educated your kids to be so? Uh, what's the word? Um, Self-starters, like they're actually doing that willingly. Oh, this, this is off topic, but do you That's pay okay. them? A,
3: do you pay them a the small wage? Uh, um, I do, do you, a very small wage. Um, yep. On Saturdays, they they do a, maybe an hour or two of extra jobs, and then they get five dollars an hour. Um, so. The rest of the jobs we consider to just be family, things that have to be done for the running of the household and everybody pitches in. But if they do work on Saturday, they get extra money. So that's their little, um, you know, saving up money. Um, So cleaning the car, mowing, all of that kind of thing. Joe,
1: thank you so much for joining us on 100 Not Out today. You've been so generous with your time. We really appreciate it. And all the best with your book, Quirky Cooking. Remember, folks, you can get the book at thermomix.com.au. Really looking forward uh, to sharing in that book and uh, and enjoying the recipes out of it. And we would always love to hear your feedback. There are a number of ways you can provide it. Remember, you can go to the website at www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out check out the facebook page facebook.com forward slash 100 not out that's all letters and remember if you've liked this episode then please subscribe to the podcast on itunes and also check out the where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available including the number one show the wellness guys so until next week continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life
0: Hi, Lawrence Tam here from the Wellness Guy Show and the Inside the Champion's Mind. The Wellness Summit returns to Melbourne in 2014 for not only one, but two days of powerhouse wellness with your favorite wellness couch host and Australians' wellness elite. Join us at Crown Melbourne on Saturday, August 16th, and Sunday, August 17th for inspirational, educational, fun, exciting, sensational cocktail of wellness that promises to help you take your life to the next level. Regular tickets are $297, but for strictly limited time, we have 150 seats available for just 247 hurry up because the first 150 tickets when we went on sale sold out in 48 hours so be quick join us at the two-day live event that will change your life forever tickets now are on sale at summit.com. this has been a production of couch.com. check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives